Welcome to the Nasred Podcast, where Nasred talks about movies, a place where movies are discussed. Today, we are going to be talking about Ghost in the Shell, a film that came out last week, and there is a bit of controversy because of the fact that it was an anime made in Japan, and they cast Scarlett Johansson as the lead, and Scarlett Johansson, I guess, is not Japanese. Um, you may be wondering what I think of that. What you know, a lot of people, uh, certain Asian celebrities, have. Uh, uh, sp- voice their their displeasure at, at, at quote the whitewashing of uh, Ghost in the Shell and I saw the film yesterday and uh, let me just say that you know just you may not know this but I'm originally from Iran my, my parents are immigrants from Iran and Iran is actually in Asia so that makes me Asian American and so I figure I could be the ultimate arbiter on uh, if this is okay, if they cast uh, Scarlett Johansson. I, I think it comes down to me to, to say if it's right or if it's wrong. In fact, if you don't believe me, just watch this, okay? S- Here, hold on. I'm trying to summon my personal robot, Siri. Hold on. Siri, what, country, what continent is Iran in? Checking my sources. Okay. I found this on the web for what country, what continent is Iran in? Hold on. I didn't ask it properly, so it didn't answer me properly. Let me ask it one more time. Siri, what continent is Iran in? Iran is in Asia. That's that. See? You heard it straight from Siri, not from me. Iran is Asian, is in Asia. I am an Asian American. I'm a proud Asian American man. Um, I'm tired of the stereotypes of my people. I'm tired of people uh, assuming that we're all good at math and uh, we all look a certain way. And, you know, I'm, an, I'm a proud Asian man. And what I wanted to say in regards to Ghost in the Shell, in regards to them casting Scott Johansson, in regards to the, quote, whitewashing of this film, how do I feel about it as an Asian American man? It's okay. I'm okay with it. It's fine. Now, say they cast Greta Van Susteren in the role in which uh, Scarlett Johansson uh, played. I would have issue. I would think, why? She doesn't look physically like uh, the major. Uh, Why are you casting Greta Van Susteren? She makes me want to throw up. No, I'm sorry. That was really mean. I'm sorry. I apologize. Even though Greta Van Susteren is not listening to this. But yeah, no, I'm fine with it. It's fine. It's okay. As an Asian man, it doesn't offend me at all. In fact, in Asia, we have this expression, Titi Fong, Toto Fong, which means love your ox, kiss your bear. And what that means is um, humanity is your ox and love is your bear. And you have to love humanity and kiss it. And so we should all get along. No, but seriously, all jokes aside, how do I feel about it? It's a it's a weird issue because of the fact that anime characters are made to look Western. In fact, there is a convention in anime where the more evil a character is, the more narrow his eye his or her eyes are. So it is a complicated thing. Like when you think about the history of anime, um, you know, they were heavily influenced by Disney. So they did 
in their own kooky eastern way sort of try to emulate disney movies so they do look western so the the character that scarlett johannesson was playing if you look at the original ghost in the shell it's not like she looks like a japanese person she looks like an anime character and anime characters have these humongous eyes and stuff like that so it's a weird thing and then you look into the fact that the creator of the you know the anime of ghost in the shell the original said it was okay like he he was fine with scarlett johannesson uh you know playing that role the other thing is they use beat takishi aka takashi kitano aka the coolest mama jamma motherfucker on the planet like the coolest guy in the world and he's from japan he's a major major star in japan and he's pretty big you know everywhere else too in you know with with the people that know him and stuff and they used him and i was so happy that they used him so it's like you can't accuse it of completely whitewashing the thing but then here's the other thing and i'm going to talk spoilers and then the you know if you've if you're familiar with ghost in the shell you kind of know what's up and what you know everything and stuff like that there is for the whole movie i had no problem with it until the character of scarlett johannesson sees another character who she could be related to and the character is asian and it's like okay well if you made scarlett johannesson white why not commit to the whitewashing instead of you know sort of doing this weird thing and i get it it's because the character's consciousness is transferred from one place to another i just thought that was odd what did i think of the film and we have a new rating system that i've perfected over these past few episodes that i will be using i'm really excited about it it's on a scale of 10 ice cream cones and i will tell you how many ice cream cones this film gets but what did i think of it i have to say i was very impressed with it on a in terms of its direction, in terms of its set design, in terms of its art design, in terms of just everything. There were parts where there's like a million things going on in the frame. And yeah, it reminded me a lot of like Blade Runner and this and that and blah, 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 blah. And then the other interesting thing about uh, Ghost in the Shell is the fact that we as a, as a movie-going society... <laughs> you know, up a certain age, we've all seen The Matrix. And anybody who knows their stuff knows that The Matrix, I don't want to say is a ripoff of Ghost in the Shell, but it is heavily inspired by Ghost in the Shell, the original anime. And in fact, when I went to go see the film uh, with my brother and my friend, my friend who's big into sci-fi and stuff like that, he says, oh, this was a ripoff of Matrix. And then I had to sort of correct him and say, no, it's actually Matrix is kind of a ripoff of this. And this is just the 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 influence kind of coming full circle, becoming a Hollywood movie. Again, on a set design level, on a director level, it was really cool. There was it was a feast for the eyes. There was so much to look at. It was so slick and so polished and stuff like that. There was just a lot to like about it. Now was it a perfect film no okay here's the thing that kills me about this review was the fact that i missed i think the first 10 minutes and that really kills me it absolutely destroys me because of the fact that you know being a ghost in the shell movie the first 10 minutes is like the coolest part and what happened was we were driving to the promenade which by the way 
A movie time for like five o'clock in LA is the worst effing time you can choose to watch a movie because of traffic. It was Saturday. Every dumb yokel and his mother was out at the promenade. So all the parking lots were packed. And I had like a, a second before the show time. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to cancel the tickets because I don't want to see half a movie or I don't want to see, I don't want to miss anything of this movie. And so I'm trying to cancel my Fandango and my phone isn't getting reception and I'm freaking out. I'm getting angry. And then finally I turn my phone on. I uh, phone off. I turn it back on. I try to cancel the tickets. It says you can't cancel the tickets because the, the showtime already started. And so I'm like, fuck, 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 fuck. And so finally I go to this parking structure that's far away. We were going to see this at the Arclight. And uh, we we went to see it, and you can tell it was after this part where I think the geishas, the robo geishas go crazy or something like that. And um, what I will say, I mean, even having missed the, the first 10 minutes, this is my big, uh, I guess, criticism. Not criticism, just... I think this is a very... If, if you make a movie and someone says this criticism of your movie, I think... It's more a compliment than anything. I wanted more. I wanted the movie to be longer. The movie is about an hour, 40-something minutes. And I could have stayed in that world for a really long time. Because it there was just so much... You feel like you're just surrounded by technology and craziness and this and that and modified bodies and all this stuff. I could have stayed there for a long time. There is a Ghost in the Shell... Uh, you know, there was the original anime and then there were two other uh, feature-length anime films. Or I think one was like a redone of the first one and then the other one was, uh, you know, the sequel and stuff. And then they did a series called uh, Ghost in the Shell Standalone Complex. And at some point, they took, uh, there was a storyline in the series about this character called The Laughing Man. And what they did, I actually have the, the Blu-ray, but what they did was they took all of the, the, they took out all the filler and they cut together all of the storyline of the laughing man and it comes out to like i think two and a half hours or two hours and 40 minutes and it's like a huge long movie and the you know i was a little disappointed also because i thought there was going to be a reference to the laughing man in this film but there wasn't you know which is fine you know and you know i've seen this a bunch of times and i usually like uh, go to sleep to it like I, I put it on and i i go to sleep because then when i wake up i feel like i'm in this sci-fi world and blah 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 and you know that storyline is really cool and it's very dense there's a lot going on there's there's this really cool detail where they're trying to where they're explaining this guy the laughing man and uh it's hard to explain because you know there's so many concepts in 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 ghost in the shell that are kind of like like for instance eyes get hacked and uh they, they, like there's this whole sequence where they're explaining this cyber criminal the laughing man and it's just so cool to watch and what i'm saying in regards to the to this film to ghost in the shell the the hollywood uh, big budget uh, scarlett johannesson version is that i wish it was like two plus hours. Like, I wish it was just this big fat sci-fi world that we could just hang out in and, and, and chill in and, you know, like, and just, you know, hang out with ScarJo and, and beat Takeshi. I think that's really good company. But I mean, that's it. Like, you know, I did, I 
So on a scale of 10 ice cream cones, I would have to give it an eight. Eight ice cream cones out of 10, just because I wanted more. I, I imagine it like, it was like jello that was a little wet on the top. Like it wasn't fully, and I don't wanna say that it wasn't fully formed or it didn't congeal in the way a movie should. It did. It's just, and maybe it's because I missed the first 10 minutes. I just wanted more. That's it. I wanted more because I, I did dig it. I did think it was cool. I thought it was fun. I thought it was great. B. Takeshi, when you watch this, B. Takeshi shoots people like nobody else. He just sticks his gun out and he makes this face and he just shoots people. B. Takeshi is awesome. And that's the other thing, like in terms of the whitewashing thing. And again, uh, you know, B. Takeshi is in it. So how whitewashed can it be? And B. Takeshi is a smart man. He's an intelligent man. He's a man of mystery. He would not sign on to do this film if he had an odd feeling. B. Takeshi can do no wrong, uh, according to me. Um, so yeah, eight ice cream cones out of 10. Um, so that's my review of Ghost in the Shell. I want to do a little obituary. And I wish I had, uh, you know, the... Uh, the uh the the info of this uh thing that i'm doing an obituary for there used to be a video store in santa monica called vidiots now in order to refresh your memory a video store was this place where they had things called videos and dvds and blu-rays and they used to sell them and rent them and i was driving about a couple weeks ago with my friend and I drove past Vidiots and I saw that the windows were all boarded up and I mean not boarded up like they put you know paper on on the on the windows and stuff and usually the windows were covered in delightful uh drawings by one of the employees and uh I used to go there and I feel like we're all kind of responsible for Vidiots splitting and you know I heard that they still have the library of films they're just moving to a more centralized location because, you know, frankly, uh, Santa Monica is pretty expensive. And so I was driving and then I looked up, yeah, idiots, they closed down that location. And I feel like we're all responsible. Did I neglect idiots? Yeah, I did because of streaming and Netflix and this and that and just the pace of life. And it was expensive sometimes to, you know, you know, money, you know, it's not an issue, but, you know when you have streaming and this and that it's it was it's hard sometimes to go to the to the video store i think we're all responsible we're all you know that uh expression uh first i said nothing when the nazis came to destroy the town or whatever that's how i feel i do feel i feel sad i feel you know that that vidiots is gone i feel like an era is is gone and uh you know i think the only other video store right now that's around my area is cinephile and i realize maybe i should start going there just as little excursions and you know pick out little fun movies because you know the video store is is dying or it's extinct or something i remember when i used to go to vidiots this was my schedule on friday I would come back from work, from like helping out my, my family and stuff. And 
I would go to the dispensary, to this dispensary, and there were two girls that worked at this dispensary that I was completely in love with, both of them equally. I won't say their names, but they were just the most lovely girls ever. And I would go to that dispensary, be kind of a nice guy and, uh, you know, be friendly to the girls and have a nice chat. And I would buy an edible and I would go to the gas station next to the dispensary and buy a Red Bull. And I would buy an eighth too, you know, for the weekends and for the week and stuff. And I would eat the edible, like it was usually like a brownie or something like that. And then I would down the Red Bull and then I would drive to Vidyat's. And, and as I'm making my selection at Vidyat's, the, the edible is kind of kicking in and the Red Bull is, you know, energizing me. And then there was a dude there named Ryan that I used to always talk to. And we would, you know, we would talk for like five minutes, you know, just say, hey, you know, what movie have you used or whatever. I don't even remember, you know, just he was just a guy that I always talked to and stuff like that. And I have to say one of my proudest moments as a film fan, as a cinephile, as a, as a, you know, even as an artist was I remember this vividly one Valentine's Day. I was, you know, helping my dad and uh, I get a call and it was this girl that worked there. And she said, hey, no pressure, but we, and this was a while ago, and she was like, hey, no pressure, but we actually need uh, some, we're, we're hiring, and you were recommended uh, to work here. So no pressure, but if you want to, you know, uh, you know, work here, you can. And, you know, at the time I was helping my dad and stuff, so I didn't really have the time. But I was super flattered, and I said, thank you so much, that, that, that really means a lot. I, you know, when she called, I thought it was because she had a, a late fee. I had a late fee or something like that, but it turns out that they wanted me to work there, but I couldn't, you know, because I had other obligations, but that was, that was Vidyat's. Vidyat's, we will miss you. And I hope when you, when, when Vidyat's does come back to a centralized location with the full library, I will be there and I will be apologetic. I will bring flowers and I'll say, I'm sorry, boo. I'm sorry. We, we neglected you, you know, but that's it. Let me do a quick review of the movie life because I saw that a couple weeks ago. Life. Uh, if you want to watch it, but you can't because it's in theaters and you don't want to go to the movie theaters, just watch Gravity and then watch Alien and you've seen Life. And then uh, if you and then watch like a few Ryan, uh, Gyllen, what's the fuck is his name? Jake Gyllenhaal movies and Ryan uh, Reynolds movies and you've seen Life. And that was it. And that's the show, I guess. You know, that was oh, motherfucker. My dog wants to come and hold on. Let me just uh, let her in and then. Okay. Okay, so that's the uh, that's the the show. Um, uh, Ghost in the Shell, eight ice cream cones out of ten. Uh, life, just watch Gravity and Alien, and you've seen Life, and then watch a bunch of Ryan, uh, Hall, Jake Reynolds, whatever the fuck their names are, and you've seen Life. Follow me on Twitter at Mr. Nasred. Follow me on Instagram at Mr. Nasred. Email me at nasredpodcast at gmail.com and visit me at nasred.com for all of your Nasred needs. And buy a Wild 7 production t shirt. Uh, 10% of the proceeds go to Children Incorporated. Goodbye, friends, you uh, ghost in the shell, Matrix ripoff uh, friends. I love you. Have fun. <laughs>